We are here with one of the fastest growing groups in CHH right now with three future CHH stars, three future goats. You already know we are here with Next Move. I am your host, Cole. Super. And this is CHH Hysteria. Yeah, hey everyone, welcome back. Like I said in the intro, we're here with Next Move. So we got Coop on the right, we got Christopher Sestier, bottom left, and Henrik slash Wendy on the bottom right. And these, thank you guys so much for coming on. Let's go, baby. Thanks All for having us, bro. DJ Sisteria for life. Hey, hey. No, yeah, y'all hey. three dropped fantastic projects, solo projects this year. And then you oh, guys wrapped you. it up with just last week it has to be god as a group project which is also amazing it's been on repeat we've been blessed but i want to talk about that album quite a bit so what is the story on how you guys decided that you're going to make a project together and how did it <laughs> finally come together who wants to take this bro i'll start there is no <laughs> yes yeah, we, we we got forced we got forced um, yeah, I think low key it was the plan from the beginning was mm. to roll out some individual projects and then eventually finish out this year with a group project. Um, that was the vision that they kind of brought us. So mm. we, we were like, shoot, let's do it. Yeah, we uh, we met. I didn't even know. I, I knew like Coop um, like from Twitter and stuff, just seeing him on Twitter. I didn't know Henrik before uh, we had joined next move and then i met them in december of last year we had like a couple of airbnb sessions uh where we just all linked up same state same place and um every single time was like progressively working more on the ep uh until we met in dallas in what was it august beginning of august or something like that yeah. uh late july <clears throat> yeah and we finished out the ep and and we we, we gave birth to it hey yeah Yep. Yeah. So the EP happened over a few months, not like one recording was, session over like a week. I mean, it was it was over a few months, but really it was more like five days because mm. we would go to the sessions. Like we had three different sessions. Like there were like six months, a span of six months, but we only right. worked on the project while we were there. So it was like two days at a time we would work on it. So we only worked on it for like five days in total. Like, mm. so exactly. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's crazy. I didn't think, yeah. And we, I and honestly, we, other than two songs, I feel like we did most of it in that last one in August. In Dallas, yeah. I think we made the majority of the project um, in that last Airbnb session. So really only like two or three days uh, as far as actually working on the project. Yeah. Um, but kind of like the vision for it and getting, like we scrapped a lot of songs. It, it, it was a bunch of it was a span of like six or seven months like Henrik said mm -hmm. yeah so you talked just now like uh, slightly about the vision behind the album so what was the vision originally behind the album and what it was it when it ended up like how did it change um, it, um go ahead Chris yeah I appreciate you Henrik <laughs> you're so lovely <laughs> um <clears throat> nah man um so originally i don't i don't think we had like a goal for what we wanted the project to be about we were just trying to make music yeah. uh, like i was saying we we didn't really know each other there wasn't like a real chemistry there and then it's it's crazy man over 
in the last couple of months, we've just grown as brothers. We've grown as a team. We've grown as individuals. And um, that that came out uh, in the project. Uh, and it really shaped, you know, a lot of the, the content um, as far as our as far as our group songs on there. Um, yeah. And then when we uh, were in our, our last Airbnb session uh, this past August, that's when we like solidified the name and uh, started talking like branding and looks and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I think the goal and vision was always like, we knew we wanted to build up as much hype as we could as individual artists. And then when we finally did drop, try and create as much of a moment as we could but um like chris said we didn't even, like we didn't even have the name of the project until august of that last session mm. um so as far as like specifics we really didn't have um a vision we just knew we wanted like we wanted to execute something crazy right. yeah so you guys are talking about the name what what does the name it has to be god mean to you guys like why did you name it that um yb was actually the first one to throw out the name mm. and Cause we had been, we had like this amazing collection of songs and didn't have really a theme yet to ground it. I mean, we had a theme, we just didn't have a name and he threw out that name. I loved it. Um, what funny thing about that name, bro, is I feel like it means more now than it mm -hmm. did when we named it. I don't know how y'all feel about that, Chris and Henrik, but actually I had to write a column for one of my classes and I, I talked a lot in the paper about that, how it felt like we named the project it has to be god and then god kind of was like all right let me let me test that faith a little bit and then did yeah. what he did um because i don't know how else you know three nobody's chart on number two number two on christian itunes so hey, that was crazy um, congratulations it has to be god <laughs> right uh, yeah um so was yb at all these sessions as well then sure. or... that's that's Poppy next move, bro. He, Poppy next move. That's, that's he runs it, man. Him, him and his wife, Tammy. Tammy, mm. Tammy, probably like, like in charge. Of, he's like the next move, like manager, and YB's like mm. the bold records manager. That's just two labels, but mm. he comes everything because, like, why not? Right. That's cool. So you guys seem like you kind of talked, but like you guys seem to have really grown like closer to each other and kind of become like good homies. So when making music as a group together with people you're friends with, that's probably got to come with a lot of memories made and stories. So what are some of your favorite memories made when you were creating this project <laughs> in those five oh, days? Wow. My, one of my favorite memories, man, um, when we got to Dallas, we, uh, we went grocery shopping um, instead of like ordering food every night. And uh, I, I love to like, uh, like serve people and stuff. Uh, and so, I got some like chicken Alfredo and I got to, I got to cook for the whole team. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the chef, chef Boyardine in the, in the kitchen. Um, bomb too, bro. But that, yeah, that, that was fun. Yeah. Six flags. We went to six flags out there. That was, that was yeah. really fun. Flags, um, Chris, bro. The funniest thing, bro, was I on the first thing we went on, bro. I was sitting next to Graham, bro. A hundred grams. This dude, <laughs> His his reaction was hilarious, bro. <laughs> it was an actual terror, bro. It was hilarious. That's tough. That's... One of the funniest moments I've seen, bro, in my life. That jump was fun, though, man. I I think um, 
I, so really the only times we've ever hung out is at these like Airbnb sessions and everything else is just like FaceTime and, and Zoom meetings and stuff like that and texting. Um, but it's crazy. We've only met in person, what, three times, four times. Um, but it feels like we're like legit, like brothers, bro. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, never mind. That's not that funny. <laughs> i feel like there's a lot of i feel like there's a lot of like little stuff that happens just at the sessions really funny stuff like we make fun of each other or somebody mm. does something stupid it wouldn't probably be as funny to like tell a story but i have a blast every time that we <laughs> that we get together bro. it's hilarious yeah but yo not only like not only like the the funny stuff man but I feel like those those serious moments have been really defining also. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I keep going back to this last Airbnb session that we were at because it was just the best one. Um, but man, we uh, we were like sitting at the dinner table for like two hours, I feel like, talking about like the freaking end times and stuff like that. Like, mm -hmm. um, and just like giving our thoughts and sharing opinions and stuff. We talked about that. Coop wasn't uh, there. There was a moment, huh? Coop wasn't there, bro. Coop misses everything. I Man, cool. oh yeah, man, cool. You laugh, man. Hey, the running <laughs> joke is that I miss everything. So, pictures, uh, defining moments, <laughs> bro. Every time they post on Instagram, I had to leave. Um, what was I? Oh, I was literally moving into college the day mm. after our retreat. So I left. I missed that last night. They went to the ice. That's uh, y'all go to the ice rink. Bro. Oh yeah, oh, that joke was funny. So Y'all whack for that. That boy Henrik was falling. <laughs> yeah, I saw some clips. That looked funny. Nah, I mean, I, I was just gonna say, man. Um, going into our our most recent session where we were trying to finish out the uh, the project and everything, um, uh, hundred gram and giving me like a like a beat pack, and I was just in a slump, man. I felt like I couldn't write anything. Um, like I, like I would pick up my pen, I would write, and I just, I, you know, I would write verses and, and hook ideas and stuff, but I felt like it was nothing that was like good enough to be released. Um, and Coop had recorded his song. I think Henrik was working on his song, um, in the studio while we were there and I was downstairs with my headphones in and, uh, man, I wrote two songs and then I went up and like tried to record them. They were both trash and I just started getting like super in my head bro like uh just really discouraged because you know you hear a loser and that's a freaking banger you know uh you hear show me something by coop and that's a banger bro and i was i got very like discouraged uh and i wanted to start crying man. i was like man i feel like i can't you know i, I can't freaking make anything good you know uh but i just kind of took a break i think i took like a power nap or something in, in my room that i was staying in. I, I came back and I was like, all right, man, like, let's, let's do this. And then, and then I made secret with Grant. Um, which, mm. Banger. And yeah. secrets it's insane. I love that song. All right. Thank you, bro. Man, that's crazy. Thanks. Bro, Chris, Chris, I feel like I had a similar kind of moment like that to you in the second session where I felt like the whole time, bro, I was dookie, bro. Like, I remember I tried to put that verse on Yup, bro. That John was dookie. And I felt like I couldn't, bro. I felt like I was just sitting there wasting space for like most of the time. And then we got to like the last that session where we did catch me and I finally felt like I had something decent. 
and it was great, bro. I just, I think, I think it just took patience, bro, and time, and we finally got something nice, man. Thanks. Yeah, most deaf. Yeah, speaking of Catch Me, that I think I speak for a lot of people when I say that's like one of my favorite tracks off the album, maybe my favorite. Um, and I think it's a really special song. It's really beautiful. So how did that song come to be? Like, how did the topic come up? How did, like, the verses get written? All that stuff. Yeah, I think uh, Graham had played, like, the guitar loop or something. And, like, immediately I was, I really, like, I got, a, like, a melody in my head, like, pretty fast. Um, I think, and I remember, I think I recorded, like, the hook, like, instantly. And then Coop and Chris went into a different room and they wrote verses like and they came out yeah i'll let them talk about how that was for them but i remember they went into a room and they came out like in like 15 minutes and they both had like their verses already and i remember the whole time we were recording that song like it was like a it was like a weird it wasn't like a weird sound it was like silent though like the whole time like nobody was really like messing around or like or like talking really we're kind of just like sitting there listening to each other and it was like it wasn't a weird silence. That was like a good silence. It was like it was like a different energy in the room. Like the, when we were making that song, I feel like at least that's how I remember. I don't know about Coop and Chris. I want to hear what they have to say. Um, I'll say first this. I just remembered this when you were talking about Grand playing the loop. Um, I think we kind of knew that this was supposed to be the special song on the project because Graham had been texting us for like a month saying, "I have this <clears throat> beat." And it's really special and i think it's gonna be he might have even said like this is gonna be like the outro or the worship joint um so we kind of like we had saved it for last for that last um late night session and then um man other than that um i think i i talked to chris we me and chris went into a separate room and if i remember right like either me or chris we both just kind of confirm to the other person that like bro the like this we could feel the holy spirit like in that session uh, i don't know how else to describe it um and then dang bro i'm getting goosebumps thinking about it um i do remember right. i i talked about it a little bit in a um in some content that's not out yet but i do remember specifically like either during henrik's chorus or chris's verse like i legit left the studio i walked into the bathroom because um, I didn't want anybody to see me crying, bro. I was, like, getting emotional. For real, I was like, bro, these dudes are not about to see me get emotional over a song. Um, so I stepped out for, like, a quick two minutes. But um, it was just a it was a completely different vibe than anything else, and it was special. Yeah. Nah, I man, it was, it was crazy, y'all. Like, it <clears> – <throat> I think um, – I'm I'm a I'm a big believer in like, man the 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 vibe that you're giving off when you're in the studio creating the song, like that, um, uh, kind of energy that's in the room, um, man that's gonna that's gonna come off when the song is released, you know, um, which I I feel like just just on a quick side tangent I I feel like a lot of times when we hear like you know, some of these newer guys, that's why you can listen to their music and get so depressed, you know, cause that, that's probably how they're feeling in the sessions, you know, um, but vice versa, man, like we were all just super locked in with the Lord at that time. 
and we were just trying to make a song that was like just just raw and and, and vulnerable and kind of with that worship uh, uh, feel to it. And so we were all in that mindset. And so I think that comes out when people hear the song, you know. Um, and yeah, I, I remember that was like super special. Like we just knew, like we just knew it was like this is this is different than anything that we've you know that we've ever done you know yeah song turned out great and the next song i kind of want to talk about a bit is the interlude the dallas freestyle which i thought was like a really fun interlude um, i didn't really heard the interlude like that um but i feel like there's like how did that how did that start like how why did you guys decide to just like freestyle for over an interlude and like was that actually off the dome all that stuff you know <laughs> um, I think we decided we wanted to do that because I mean every time we got together we would just always freestyle because it's fun like freestyling yeah. is so fun bro. it's hilarious and like I'm dookie <laughs> I'm kind of dookie freestyling but I don't care because it's it's super fun and like <laughs> I think I wanted just to capture like a moment like that was kind of captured who we were as a group that like yeah like we make music for the Lord and like that's <clears> super serious but we also are like we're just some friends having a good time at the same time. Like, and yeah, so we, we would just always be freestyling. So I think, I, I don't know who came up with the idea, but we're like, let's record it one time. And then, cause it would be cool. We want to show people what we do. Who Somebody else talked about this, but I don't really know what I'm saying, man. I think it was, I think it was Graham, but I mean, like Henrik said, I don't, we haven't done a single session where like either to kick it off or in between songs as a, as a, exercise or a break like we're freestyling like that's just something we do all the time we throw some beats on and we freestyle or we mess around and do something stupid so it was very authentic to like who we were as a group i think it was graham i think it was graham who got he got everything set out and was like yo i, I think it'd be a super dope idea if we recorded it and then as far as off the dome um there were a couple lines that were like repeated lines because we recorded it multiple times to get mm. like the best one. But most of, I mean, what would, would y'all agree? I feel like most of that was freestyle in the moment. Very freestyle. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was, it was 90% freestyle. I think That's crazy. I think one of us had like at least like half a line that maybe we repeated, but like right. 90, 10, but it was, it was, it was real. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was it was fun, man. Like it, it reminded me of uh, like those those middle school lunch tables when you're like, mm. you know, what I'm saying you got you got the pencil. We literally facts posted up at the dining room table. We weren't even in the studio. Like we were at the dining room table, just like literally, like Coop said in the thing, we just ate chicken. It was air fried. You yeah. know what I mean? We had we like, had just eaten air fried chicken, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, chicken, bro. And we were like, yo, let's let's knock this freestyle out and then that that happened it was super fun so uh, what song off the album ended up meaning the most to each of you guys and then also which one think turned out like you're most proud of, of how it turned out um i'll start that one off man um man i i think that well i'll, I'll give like my favorite it's not even my song my favorite is freaking cool's joint show me so yo <laughs> If you ask anybody that lives with me, ask my roommate, bro. I literally rap that first verse about 30 times a day, bro. Just, just like, 
like walking around the house, like washing <laughs> dishes, put out the coop on a lot, and you know that boy coop on a lot and stuff. Yeah, spies, yeah, bro, spies, bro, spies. So, love you, bro. I love you, man. Um, yeah. So that 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 was a banger. Losers a freaking banger. The last like thirty seconds, bro, with the guitar, like it, it reminds me of like some two thousand one, like some 41 type you know so man i i freaking love those songs man i think that everybody uh uh shined when their moment was was given um <clears throat> and um but i think the song that i'm the most like proud of would definitely have to be catch me um just because uh i never done anything like that before uh and i don't think any of us have um and so that was like that was special to make man for real yeah i i agree with chris the reason i say i think catch me is the one i'm most proud of is because when we made that when like we had just made it like in the session and all we had was like the demo with like the raw vocals i was showing people sorry and i, I never show people my demos because i sound trash but i didn't i didn't care because i thought the song was so lit like i thought the song was so special i was showing all my friends like the demo of the song so yeah and i never do that so it definitely had to be that um song that was most meaningful to me probably loser just because i feel like that song was like the most about my life than any other the other songs like yeah i just relate to that song the most uh but yeah the most proud of definitely definitely catch me bro i think most proud of like the obvious answer uh, nothing comes close to catch me um so like not like excluding that song because i don't think i mean i don't know i personally don't know if i'll ever make a song that means as much to me as that one just the scenario and then how it turned out um but i was really proud of show me something because i took kind of some creative risk as far as the chorus and the second verse I really want to get into using my vocals more. Um, and I was pretty nervous about like the what the response was going to be from that. And then people love it. So I'm really proud of that and just how it turned out. Right. Um, song I, what was it? Is it a song that I like the most? Yeah, like which one you came out one? the best to you? Um, I'm, I'm no, no lie. I'm a huge fan of Loser. I just jam to it about once or twice a day. So, oh, so yeah, no, Coop, Coop wrote that with me. Yeah, but like genuinely, yeah. from an unbiased perspective, like I love listening to that song. Mm -hmm. So, I will. I will add. I think I feel like I I'm very proud of Coop and Chris's solo songs as well because I feel like whenever I play like the album for my friends, I always show them secret and show me something first because i don't know i feel like i'm proud of my friends man i just that's what i always play Maybe. first i'll show their songs it also might have to do with the fact that i don't like playing my own music <laughs> but i do i'm really proud of their song because it's i bet you it's weird because I, when you're making a group project and you know you have people making songs that you're not on um if you feel like you almost have no control over it so it would have been booty if you know you're on this group project and your friends make some booty songs and you can't do yeah. anything about it. but i i didn't think they were gonna make booty songs because they're better artists than me but it's so I'm, i feel so happy yeah. that i love their songs that they made bro so I, the whole project every song i i really like so i'm really happy about it 
yeah there's there's literally not a a song on the project that i don't love like i genuinely love every song on there it's it's wild zero skips bro for sure there's no skips i'm skipping dallas interlude every time but i'm not that (laughs) yo i thought we're uh we're at the end where henry goes like yo end that end that frick (laughs) the take before that was like a better take but i'm pretty sure i said something like that we couldn't put on there what did i say i, I think you said ho or something oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> what did you, you said something and we were all like yeah we probably can't put that on the project <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh man we get, we get canceled bro henrik yeah, well, after well, dark <laughs> was no, it yeah, I, I think that's what it was i don't know i think it was i remember yb kind of yelled at me for saying that a while ago. <laughs> i was like oh yeah he you know yb was like bro henry you can't think of a different word man expand your vocabulary <laughs> <laughs> i would be like yo pass me that hoe but like let me get on that hoe or stuff yeah. like that mm-hmm. and, and got mad <laughs> No, yeah, I think I think all of your solo songs and all the songs in general are something definitely to be really proud of. Y'all killed it. Um, and then the final question about the album is, do you guys think there is like a bar or like a, some lines on there that you're especially proud of? Coop at the lot. That's my favorite line on the album. Nice. <laughs> you know, the boy got a lot on his mind. Something like that. Bro, yeah. my man Coop slid bro like bro mm-hmm. the 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 wordplay uh maybe th- maybe that's pride but i know that it's god because he gave me the drive at his gave it the nitrous ah! <laughs> then it was like this crew is sick and then a virus stopped playing bro crazy slid. you know the boy coop got a lot on his mind who got the puck nah yeah that um and then I, I think that Henrik's, uh, I've never heard Henrik uh, have like the the range uh, vocally that he did on Loser, um, especially at the end with the, when he was like, you know, kind of screaming a little bit. Like, <laughs> man, that was. I've been practicing that in my room, bro. My roommates are getting mad at me, man. I've been screaming a lot. I <laughs> <laughs> keep practicing it, bro. It was, that drunk, that drunk is like, I don't know. It's it's different, bro. Henrik different, bro. And Henrik is the freaking future, bro. Like I, I think he's he's like literally carrying this 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 genre into this new like kind of rock rock vibe. Yeah. So, and for sure, I'm, I'm y'all freaking y'all slid, bro. Bro, no no lie. I don't think I've heard a line all year that was as smooth and cool as black and yellow on the logo with Khalifa. That's so catchy, line. bro. It's not that, like it's yo, not that's like it like fire. it just it just hits in every way, bro. The melody, hey. Chris's tone, and then the mm-hmm. bar, bro. Black and yellow on the logo is I literally find I find myself just randomly saying that and I'm like, what am yeah. I doing? Like it's stuck in my brain, bro. It's crazy. Hey. I do the same thing, Coop. No cap. Hey. If you go through the project, I think Coop has the most bars. Chris has the second most bars, and I didn't even have a bar. I had 
I had zero. Bro, that is not. Well, you had the shy guy the bar. Yeah, the shy guy <laughs> That can suck in my head, too. Dallas on the freestyle, like, like the shy guy, have, shy guy. You <laughs> said shy guy is a bar? What are you mean? No, no, no. Uh, listen, you said holes no, in my jeans for the holes in my heart. I don't need a freezer. I've been cold from the start. Oh, from the start, that start huh? Yeah, that was fire. Wife beater on, but I still respect women. <laughs> I realized, bro, that like last week I accidentally caught Hovi, bro. He has like a line in a song. He goes, "In eternal, bro, in eternal from Christopher." He goes, "No way." Those holes in his hands for the holes in my heart, and I was no. like, "Oh no!" Well, it's a freestyle. You didn't know. Yeah, that happens. As long as it's on he's gonna right? do us, bro. You shouldn't have said that on the interview. <laughs> We're done. <to> it, <laughs> <laughs> Did you get clearance, right? Yeah. <laughs> I changed it. <laughs> Bro, no cap though, Henrik. I feel like whereas me and Chris sometimes kind of dance around with that playful style of writing and like bars, dude, everything you say sounds so profound. Like even on standby, because um, you, I feel like you closed out that song really well. Like you're rapping, bro, and you're spazzing, but like what you're saying, talking about how like you got to bring your friends hope because you're, you know, like at parties where they're drinking and smoking and all this stuff, like you're spazzing, bro. But the stuff that you're saying is like impacting me, like every line, like it hits. So yeah. don't, don't sleep on your pen, bro. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. And in a lot of ways, that means a lot more to people than, you know, funny bars or something. Yeah. Thanks, thanks Koopy Doopy. Um, so kind of switching subjects from the album to just kind of, more general next move stuff so um how did like the group come to be and like do you have any like beginning story stories that you want to tell or about four you meet with that no no yes. cap oh, go ahead, go crazy. Uh, you got it <laughs> um I, i'll give i'll give like my story of like the first time talking to each of them so i remember i signed the next move i was still at college and then, like, right after I signed, like, a week later, they said, like, Chris, this kid, Chris. And I was like, yo, who the frick? I thought I was the only person on this, bro. What the frick is this, bro? I remember, Wait, are you I remember, for real? Yeah. I signed to that joint. I thought I was the only one there, bro. And then they said, like, Chris. And I was like, yo, why is there another person, bro? I was like, bro. But then uh, I, remember, I remember why they introduced us or something. I remember I FaceTimed Chris. The first time I FaceTimed Chris, bro, I was scared, bro. Because that man was talking mad mature to me bro and i was like yo this man looked mad serious bro and i was i was like 18 like 18 year old kid at the time i'm mean, only 19 now but 18 year old kid i thought this dude was like a prophet bro and i was like yo like i was i was scared of you chris but then once we got to know you i realized like you're a homie but, but then coop i don't even remember the first time i talked to you coop oh frick when was this it was uh, oh, it's remember how I met Coop so I didn't really know Coop but back in like quarantine like when I was still in high school and all I did was like Christian TikTok I was just like a cheeser TikToker at the time I would do like live streams I would do live streams where I would listen to like Christian rap because that was like my thing on TikTok was like I was a Christian rap fan and so I remember one time this kid like suggested Coop and I remember listening to that joint and Coop was in that joint and that was the first time I heard of Coop and then they said like Coop is joining next move. I was like, yo, what the frick? This kid Coop? I know who this kid is, man. And then I don't remember the first time we talked, Coop. I remember we would do 
we did a few like FaceTime Bible studies, like me and Chris when I was still at college. Yeah. And that was like the first times when we were starting to get to know each other, but we didn't really get close, like either all three of us until we met each other in person. And then, yeah, it just went from there. Yeah. I, um, <clears throat> when we were uh, in Dallas, we had another one of those like super long talks and like all the lights were off in the studio room. Like, I don't even know why the lights were off. We, I think we were about to go to sleep and then we just ended up still talking Yo. there. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I, now that's like, yeah, anyways. But yeah, we literally were just talking in the dark. It was mad weird. Um, <laughs> but uh, but YB and Tammy were like giving us like the whole backstory of Next Move um, and how it came about. And they were saying how like, um, this has been like a dream of YB's for like five years or something like that. Um, and, you know, he just, you know, hit the go button on it because he felt like God gave him the green light. Um, and then he ended up signing us. Me, me and YB go go back, bro. Like, I've known YB since 2016. Um, so I was, uh, I was a junior in high school uh, in, in 2016. And, and I uh, started doing music then. And I was just doing, like, local, like, you know, Christian hip-hop uh concerts and stuff like that and yb he used to live in orlando so he would be at a lot of those those same events and um i i didn't know it at the time this is what yb said but he just he felt like he was um you know just gravitated toward me um and so we just connected then uh and we kind of been cool since then um but bro just said he was going to bring me on the team as a freaking spiritual advisor for and not not even as an artist but to be the freaking spiritual advisor for Coop and henry and yeah. when he, i was like what the um, <laughs> you wanted that all-white roster bro yeah yeah <laughs> yo that's oh, what it is God. that's what it is man um no but um I, then i couldn't yeah, never mind um <laughs> amazing <laughs> um, but, <laughs> i'm dead anyways let's, let's bring it bring it back to the, the but um nah bro um <clears throat> so i uh uh they graham dm'd me from the next move like instagram account and they had like three followers. This is before they launched, but it just had the logo and it had like three followers. And it was like, hey, this is Graham from, and I thought it was one of, you know, you get a bunch of DMs all the time. Like, you know, ah, uh, we're, I'm a promoter or whatever. I thought it was another one of those until he said in the, I read in the DM that is that it said uh, something about YB, like, you know, this is uh, YB's thing. So I screenshotted the DM and I texted YB. I was like, bro, what is this? Um, and I was like, I don't know if I should trust this. Y'all got four followers. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? Talk about signing, bro. Yeah, I'm not going to sign <laughs> a four-follower label. What the? <laughs> um, but we, uh, man, we ended up uh, having, like, meetings and stuff like that. And uh, I felt like it was like a job interview, man, low-key. But, you know, <laughs> it, it ended up, man, everything worked out. And it's, it's crazy, y'all. So, uh, I was, like I said, I was doing music before. Uh, I was, I've been doing music for, for years, but just nothing was really popping off. I, I was putting content out, putting projects out. And God told me to, to do a name switch. I changed my name, I rebranded and everything. 
And then that's when this opportunity presented itself. And, and I've seen literally uh, more growth in this one year, 2021, than I have since uh, 2017 when I started releasing music. So it's crazy, man. Um, for me, I think like, I, I think I was, it was 2019, late 2019 when YB just started. Um, I think he followed me on Instagram. He started DMing me at the, at the time I had no idea who, uh, like, I had no idea he had a plan for a label or anything like that. I just, he was being super genuine, kind, reaching out, and then genuinely just wanted to see me win as an artist independently. Um, and then 2020, I dropped my project, Welcome to Exile. And um, he actually helped with the rollout. He was offering advice and stuff. And um, we had kind of just over those months built up a relationship and a friendship. And then, um, I, I believe it was right after, or maybe like a month after I dropped that project in the summer of 2020, that he was like, hey, I have this you know, vision and this plan um, for this label and next move. And um, I actually knew up front that there were two other artists, but I guess it was because I was the last one to sign. Because um, when, he, when he approached me about being serious about it, like later that fall, um, I either knew from him or Graham. I, I had no idea who the other two artists were and they wouldn't tell me until I signed, but I knew like I was coming into this with two other artists. Um, and then I prayed about it and I just, I mean, really based off YB's character and knowing who he was from like the past year was was a lot. It, it was kind of all I needed to know. Uh, and God opened some doors that made it obvious that he wanted me there. And so I signed and then, um, I like I think Henrik talked about it we we met on FaceTime and as soon as I signed and sent over the contract I was like added to a group text and I was the last one added um, yeah because y'all had already been on it I guess um so that was like mad weird because I really didn't know what to expect and then I was like oh here's this group text and here's our team and here's the other two artists and then I think we FaceTimed that day um started trying to get to know each other and you know, the rest is history, bro. I think I want to, I think like Coop and Chris kind of talked about like how they knew YB for a while. I didn't talk about that. Like I, I knew YB for like a year because how we became like friends or whatever. He, it was back when I was just doing TikTok and I think he had reached out one time and was like, yo, can you use like my song in the TikTok or something? And at the time I was like a rando, like TikTok kid, but, like not that many followers. So I was hyped about it. So I did it for free. And then, but then he ended up like, he sent me a bunch of merch in the mail for doing it. And so I was like, yo, this is lit. So then uh, we became friends, started talking and we, he just, he was very genuine, bro. Like, and he was very intentional. And I think, I think for all three of us, that's, well, I don't want to speak for them, but the, that's the reason I joined Next Move was because of YB's like character. Like I, it was, is very good. He has very good character and he's very intentional and very, very strong relationship with the Lord and very, yeah, he's just an amazing guy. And I, that, that was like the main thing um, that kind of persuaded me to join was I just wanted to be around him, man, because he's a good guy. Yep. Yeah, facts. YB, for real, for real, is like a, like a leader of leaders. And, and you know what I mean? Like, um, he, he, uh, he reminds me a lot of um, uh, like, like, a, like Peter or something, or like, you know, the, like the Apostle Paul, one of like the early founders of the church which like they were leaders 
but there were also uh, there were also other leaders who were planting churches and building churches at the time but they they themselves had leaders which were like you know right. paul or or like peter you know right. and uh, I, I think that um you know me and, and coop and henrik were leaders in our in our own you know respective ways and uh having uh, like that 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 leader of of us is is yb and especially his his wife tammy man they freaking rock like yeah yeah man facts i feel i feel like he kind of took a chance on us as well because i don't know i know chris like you kind of talked about you've shared this before how yb kind of took a chance on you because you weren't really anywhere in your career at the time when you were signed and same with me like i don't know why like when I got signed, I had just, I had bad dreams out and I was just kind of like, I was the noob at music. I was a bum. I just had one song out. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but YB saw the potential, bro, in all three of us. I mean, invested in us, man. And, and we've, we've done a lot this year. So, yeah. It's been crazy, bro. Yeah, it sounds like it. YB is a very, um, seems to be a very common denominator among you three. Um, so like, what was the process of carving your own lane as a group um like like was it relatively easy to, like measure styles and or was it like difficult just general you know i think I'm, I'm glad that we made the project over the span of such a long amount of time because looking back at some of the songs we made that first session and even that second session um sometimes there were songs where our styles did not mesh or clash together at all <laughs> And then um, we were still trying to get to know each other. Like, I mean, I think Henrik said this, but I feel like we really, the closest that we got was just during this last session, this last Airbnb, um, because it just takes time um, to get to know someone and, and become friends. And by that time, we had spent a lot of good quality time together. And then I think the best music came out because of it. But um, as far, so as far as meshing, it did it took a lot of time trial and error because we do have very different sounds and styles um but i think obviously it worked out um just based on you know people's response to the project and then as far as being a group i do know that very early on yb was very adamant in saying like we're gonna move differently um you know this group is great. They're amazing. They love Jesus. They do their thing. This group is great. Amazing. You know, no, never were we talking down on anybody. Um, in fact, we were trying to learn from as many people before us as we could, but it was always like, we don't care what anyone else has done before us. We're going to do our own thing. Um, we're going to try and separate ourselves. And that was a cool, um, I don't, I don't know if we would have been able to do that on our own without YD kind of casting that vision um and then i'll let the rest of them speak but that's how i felt about it yeah i think i think one of the reasons that i think we're we move differently i think we're very very diverse like when i look at the project like i see all three of our individual styles on the project yet it doesn't feel to me like it's three different people's projects you know what i mean like i at the intro like coop is rapping like how he's rapping on childlike and on my song, I'm doing rock like I did on my project. And Chris, making secret. Actually, you know what? Chris, secret was different than anything you've really done, to be honest. But yeah. all three kind of had 
took stuff that we do very well and put it on there. But we also did stuff that we we don't normally do, like singing for certain people. I rapped a little bit, like, but I feel like it all came together cohesively. Um, and it's like a yeah, I think I think that our different styles kind of clashed well eventually. But yeah, like Coop said, the first session um, we made do- our music was dog water, man. Like it was, it was bad, yeah. bro. Yo, Cole and Cole and Cooper, the, the song like you guys made, you show me, bro. It sounded like that, bro. Like. Man. Man. Yo. It cannot be that bad. Yeah, it cannot be that bad. That was, that was, hmm. Nah, it was worse. It was worse. You guys actually went harder than us, bro, to be honest. Um you guys went harder. But then the second session, we had a couple, we had a couple songs that we kept. Like we made Catch Me in the second session, but yeah. we still had some bun songs at the same time. Um then third session, I feel like everything we did um was was great. It just, like Coop said, it just took time to get to know each other and build chemistry and figure out how we could all contribute um, to the project in, a, in our own way. Yeah, for sure. Um, not, and, and I think as, as far as uh, your, your question about carving like our own lane, um, man, I, I think there's, there's something special about like people who just genuinely love community music and like god you know like like it's it's just it's just special you like you want to see what's going on you know um and i i think the fact that there aren't many like rap groups in this space like we we see like an indie tribe we'll see like a kate like occasionally like a magic and bird social club and other than that like i can't really think of you know like groups, you know, and, and 116, like they're all there, you know, they're individual artists and they'll come together and do the group joints. But like for the most part, there's not a lot of people dropping group projects, you know? So I think that that's that's something. And just the fact that we're not like as old as some of the other guys, not that the guys are old, you know, um, you know, late twenties, early thirties or whatever, but um, it's, uh, it's it, I think it's refreshing for people to see like, you know, younger people uh, coming up and, and being like, yo, we're about to we're about to do this, man. You know, yo, one thing one thing I kind of had in mind when we were making like our group stuff, like one group album that was like my favorite, like Christian group album growing up. Did any of you in this call, bro? Did any of you know about oh, what was that? It was W.L.A.K., bro. Oh, my. Yeah, gosh. I love that. Yeah, love yeah man. Dude, Stop that was playing. my. That was my favorite freaking album, bro. And it's like not even on anything anymore. Like they deleted it off Spotify. Bro, uh, King and Me was my favorite song for a long time, bro. The joint, when we made Catch Me, bro, I was thinking of their joint. It was like Arena, bro. It was called Arena. Yeah. It was Christian Gray and Dre Murray and uh, something else. Maybe Alex. Oh, it, was, it was Swoop, I think, wasn't it? Swoop. I think Swoop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, bro. Facts. So, what, so I know uh, Coop kind of tiny little uh, brush on this um because he talked about like when he got added to the group text but what was your first reactions when you guys first talked to each other and then how was that different from when you first met each other like what did that look like <laughs> i i think i think they were both like low-key similar um just because it was it was all like new um like when, when i meet people at first i'll never like roast them or whatever just start cracking yeah. on them but now you know if 
when when me and Henrik and Coop, all we do is just, you know what I'm saying? Like, all we do is just crack, bro. Like, yeah. you know, we <laughs> we got our videographer, Josh. <laughs> our videographer, Josh, all we do is just get on him, man. Um, <laughs> I love that man. Yo, Josh, that's my dog. Um, but like my my first time talking to Josh, uh, we did a phone call, and I was just like super, you know, respectful and and stuff like that. But uh, now it's like, nah, you know, <laughs> are you you're five foot two? Get out of here. You know? <laughs> um, but <laughs> but no, nah, man. Um. It was the, the first time that I met and, and you know, talked with Coop and Henrik. It was, like, uh, like low-key awkward because I didn't, I didn't know them. But yeah. as, as time went on, it's, you know, you just started to bond more and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, facts. Like I said, bro, I thought Chris was scary, man. Um, and then, yeah, now I realize he's a goof. But he was, <laughs> yeah. And then Coop, Coop, Coop is, 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 I don't know. Yeah, nah, Coop's the same, bro. Coop was, I was not scared of Coop, but also I just thought, I didn't know what I thought of Coop. I just thought he was cool. I thought he was chill. That's it. I don't know. But now, yeah, I think I agree with Chris. When we first were, were talking, we were kind of just, yeah, we were just kind of being serious. But now it's more, the best relationships, bro, are when you guys are just goofing. But also we can still be serious. Like we kind of talked about like at the sessions, like we would talk for like hours at a time about like some deep stuff, man. But then at the same time, <laughs> yeah other stuff too which is funny yeah. Thanks. yo josh how old are you man yo yo bro the boba tea I, I forgot to tell that story <laughs> earlier oh my gosh <laughs> yo we randomly this is coming out this is like a this was like a random story but i guess when you were asking for <laughs> stories i should have said this um, but we, Tammy, like, was adamant about us trying boba tea. Y'all know what that is? Yeah. With, like, My wife has been on that recently, I think. Nice. Okay, so. It's like the tea no, with, like, bubbles, right? Or whatever, like, little balls in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, So, bro, it we tasted this... like balls, bro. That's what it <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we, we went to this joint in, like, this, um, it was, like, a Vietnamese, like, uh, what do they call those places? It was kind of like a Chinatown. Oh, bro. But like a Vietnamese, like where everything in this little area is Vietnamese stores. And so we were trying it, bro. And oh my gosh, it was the, some of the funniest stuff ever. But I thought, um, I thought Chris was going to vomit like all over the table. And bro. then who had the funniest reaction, bro? Graham had a hilarious reaction. Graham and Henrik, um, yeah. Graham and Henrik, bro. It was just like the whole thing was comedy, bro. And the whole time, Tammy's like, y'all don't like this? I'm like, no. Yeah, that's yeah, so uh, Tammy's Vietnamese. So that's like, that's right up her alley. You know what I mean? Right. But, bro, we went in there. I don't think any of us liked any of our drinks, bro. <laughs> it was horrible. Like, bro, it, it, I, bro, I'm not even capping. I, I, I don't think I've ever tasted anything as horrible in my life, bro. <laughs> bro. When I when I was when I was a kid, bro, Yo. I ate my dog's dog food, and that was better than the freaking that was better than the freaking boba, bro. Oh yeah. my gosh, garbage. 
That's funny. Oh boy. Uh... Chris Chris's was bad, bro. I cannot lie. Like mine was not great. I wouldn't drink it like just for fun. Like I wouldn't I'm yeah. I'm not gonna go order it again. <laughs> but I finished it. But Chris is like Chris is Chris kept complaining about how bad his was. And so I think at one point we all started passing like our own straws and trying it. And bro, Chris's was, bro. Chris's was I chugged it from I didn't get anything. I was supposed to get money or something. Dang. I oh, chugged yeah. it, but it, it was it's the worst drink you. I've it was the worst beverage I've ever had, like hands down. I would have said beverage, bro. That's how you know it was bad. <laughs> 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 That's not a drink, bro. That was a beverage. <laughs> what was the, the what, what was the joint that Josh got at uh, Denny's, bro? The Grand Slam. <laughs> the Grand Slam. The Grand Slam. <laughs> uh, we like we have all these stories that aren't that funny, but they were funny at the time. Like nobody, Thanks. nobody to this is gonna laugh. You know what I'm saying? But it's hilarious. <laughs> they're they're gonna yeah. laugh at us laughing. Yeah. So, um, so kind of um, moving on. Um, do you know? I don't know how much you guys can say. I don't know if like YB has kind of talked about this or um, Tammy. Um, but has there or will there be plans to add other people to next move? Or are you three the final roster? I don't um, know how much you can say and how much you know, but yeah, we're signing uh, this kid NF. And, uh, uh, who's as small as me? <laughs> You know, not bro, Henrik Lecrae actually. Um, he, um, bro, I, I found him on a like a Spotify playlist, and y, YB was talking about signing him. Um, hopefully, he's down with the team. So we'll see. That'd be lit. <clears throat> yeah, he's got a bright future. No, we have no idea, man. I, don't, I have no idea. Yeah, it was a long shot. I didn't know if you guys would know or not. Sounds like something yeah. someone that has an idea would say, but that's fine. Yeah. Oh no, I definitely know. I'm just not telling you. Right, right. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. All right. So moving on to our final few questions. Um, this is kind of moving a little bit away from like a group and more like personal questions. So what is next for each of you guys? From what you can say, I know you all dropped projects this year. So kind of what what's your plans? That you're allowed to say i'll go first real quick i'm dropping an album i don't know if i'm allowed Ooh. to say it but i just did that's next fine. year sometime early so yeah. hey that's crazy <laughs> it's Who's over next? when Who's next? drops the album it's over all right facts facts Fact. i'm coming crazy. 2022 can't wait, can't wait. So, oh, um yeah bro i want to i want to be like known as as the most creative person who's ever been in christian hip-hop you know what i mean so i just really want to push boundaries next year uh really like every everything that i've been like hesitant to do this year just go for it next year and just go crazy uh i want to write another book um hey and and put another book out and yeah those are some of my plans i can't share them all no, the middle was one of the most creative projects that came out this year, I think. So you're already pushing facts. That. I agree. Sure. Yeah. Appreciate it. Nothing, nothing in CHH sounds like that, bro. Mountain tops, Not bro. Nothing. So good. Let's go. Yeah, buddy. Um, I'm going back to college. I'm becoming a teacher. Big, <laughs> <laughs> <Dick>, bro. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'll probably drop some music, bro. I'm not sure yet. I'll probably drop. Where? 
might drop. All right. If I feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what do you think separates you as an artist from other artists in CHH? Or you can say about your your um, the others in the room too. Oh. Like. Oh. Yeah. That I like might be that. a better I feel like, I feel like that's better. That would be the yeah. We don't sound practical. Let me go first. My this is and this is this is one hundred percent like what I believe. I'm not like trying to gas anybody or anything. I believe Poop is the best lyricist in CHH. I believe that. Facts. That, that's my personal opinion. I think it's you and Jay Monty are the top two. Mm. Uh, and I believe yeah. about Chris. Chris is the most unique artist in CHH. I think he he is like I don't the comparisons are stupid. And but Chris, I know you're inspired by Kanye. I think. I think you are similar to him as where you kind of are doing your own thing and you don't like, and it's, it's fire though. And like, you want to be your own person and you're not like on the stereotypical CHH, like cookie cutter, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And yeah, Chris is the most unique. Coop is the best lyricist. That's my final statement. Henrik speaking facts. Final answer. Yo, I, I think, um, I agree, man. I like, I, I'll be trying to tell people, bro, who got the best pen in chh bro like bro, you, bro and on top of that he's making hits with pop stars bro stop playing with him yeah bro um, but you know we got we got to hold off on that um nice. but nah who 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 got a pen bro pause um but who <laughs> got <laughs> hey who know how to handle the pen pause <laughs> Yo. amazing um Nah, man. Uh, Ku got the best pen in CHH, and that separates him. I feel like "Show Me Something" is is literally just a taste of like what's next from him. Yeah. Um, like for real, for real, man. And um, I think I think Henrik is the future, bro. Like, I I, I already said it earlier, but Henrik, I think I, I think about this often, man. Henrik was really smart in how he uh started uh because he came he came up on tiktok and mm. he got those supporters there and then when the music came in he already had people rocking with him and so there's already this momentum and he's now that he's got the momentum and now that i think that he's found his sound with like the like the punk rock you got momentum and you got you know yourself as an artist you know your sound you mesh those and it's like a freaking rocket ship to the top you know what i mean so I think 2022, Henrik is just about to like, I, I feel like, you know, you know how, you know how when you'll use certain flows these days, it's like, oh, you, like you're trying to be like Drake because Drake has just carved that lane for himself with certain flows and certain cadences and, you know, um, certain like vocal tones, like, like he's carved those sounds for himself. Um, he's Drake has carved those sounds for himself so now when people try to rap in those similar flows, it's like, oh, you sound like Drake. I feel like 2022 is going to be the year that like people in CHH are going to be like trying to do that rock sound. And people are going to be like, oh, you sound like Henrik, bro. You try, what are you trying to be like Henrik? <laughs> because because he's going to he's already carving that lane for himself and it's just going to continue to do that. You know, thanks, Chris. Appreciate it, bro. Um, I think that Chris is by far the most creative in our space. Um, and I don't know how he like 
does all the things that he does and taps into it. But bro literally wrote an amazing book, which if you haven't read, you should. Um, I have my copy somewhere back there. And let's go, Chris. The book wasn't just the book was literally about a project that sounded like nothing else anyone's put out ever in our space, but especially this year. So I, I mean, literally, I've texted this dude and like had him help me with ideas for music videos because visually he has ideas and he sees things in his head that no one else does or um, just how he approaches life and how he views the world that's inspiring, man. And I think that that separates him from anyone that I've worked with in this space. Um, I, I know like Henrik t- touched on it and then it's probably not a comparison that you want to hear, but I do think he's the closest thing to a Kanye in terms of how he views the world um, in our space than anyone else in terms of just like, I'm going to make amazing music and amazing visual content and it's going to be totally different than what anyone else is doing. And I don't care. Um, he, he really wants to push those boundaries. And I think that he will. And I think 30,000 monthly listeners on a, from a dude who started over literally at the beginning of this year is wild and nothing compared to what he's going to do next year. Um, Henrik, bro, I've been saying, I've been saying this for probably, I mean, you can go back on my Twitter and check six or seven months ago, but the music industry as a whole is coming back into that rock punk, um, that, that rock punk sound is coming back. And, there's a few people who are ahead of the curve. M- music always kind of does this. It like comes back and recycles. Um, but man, I've been saying for a long time, if, if you don't you know, start hopping on this rock wave, you're going to be behind. And Henrik is so far ahead of the rest of the competition. It's insane. Um, I would not be surprised if he goes mainstream next year. I'm and not that that's the goal. Um, I think regardless, he's going to be at the top of Christian hip hop. But um, I think he's very unique. I think he's very ahead of the game, like I said. And because of that, I, I, I don't know who else in our space is making music like that and doing it with that much success and that much of a fan base already behind him. I mean, I really think he could take off. So, man, I love I love my team, bro. Everybody's crazy. It's, it's awesome. Thanks, Cooper. Man, no, yeah, I agree with everything you guys said. And it's crazy that you guys bring up that, you know, stuff like, Chris being inspired by Kanye because like when I first when I was listening to the middle I told my wife and like I mean this as a compliment I was like man this kind of reminds me of something like about how Kanye goes about making his music and how like you remember it the first time you hear it because it's so produced in a way that's so unique from everything else right and I and I love that about your music Chris and then like Henrik everything you guys all said I agree with 100%. So, like, as you guys were making the album, or not, not a project, I guess, I don't know what it's technically considered, but, um, so as you are making the project, uh, what qualities in the other members, like, made it easier or harder to work with? Like, whether it be musically, spiritually, whatever it may be, like, what, what did those qualities, like, how did they pan out? How did you work past them if they were harder? Stuff like that. Ooh. Um, I'll, I'll start. <clears throat> I think... Cooper, like like I said earlier, like Cooper and Chris, in my opinion, are some of the best writers. So it made making songs really easy because any time I was stuck on a song, I literally just asked them and like like Chris wrote like half the hook for Catch Me, Coop wrote half a loser, like 
they they helped out a lot when I was struggling. Um, and like that's almost also what made them harder to work with though is like they're such good rappers. Like I think for the first two sessions we were making a lot of rap songs, and so it was really hard for me because I I was trying to figure out where I fit in um, because I just couldn't. I wasn't able to slide on the songs we were making for a little bit, so I just felt uncomfortable. But it eventually worked out. But yeah, I think just, they're such good writers, and they made it's really easy to make songs with them, bro. Like, yeah, it was it felt good. I agree with everything Hendrick said. Um, I think once we found out who we were and how we worked with each other, it was really easy to uh, to work with each other. Um, Chris is. I, I we talked about earlier how YB was a, a, originally going to bring him to the team as a spiritual advisor. I see both him and Henrik as that. To be honest, they both bring a lot of that to our sessions, um, just as far as like how we bounce off of each other. But you know, spiritually, Chris inspires me, Henrik inspires me. Um, so that's just me personally. But man, I I was going to say this earlier, man. One one of the first things that one of my first impressions of Coop. Um, at our first like Airbnb session, I was like, yo, this, this guy is like serious about making music. He was just, he was literally, he had his hand in everything. Like he barely ever sat down, you know? And I was like, dang, bro. Like I I low key, I was like, am I in the right place? Yo, you know what I mean? Facts. Cause I felt, I felt like that too. Bro, it, it was like the freaking first day of high school or something, you know, like trying to <laughs> trying to find your your spot to fit in. Um, and and Coop was like the like the jock who's like already, you know, already knows everything. <laughs> um, but nah, man, um, I at first I was like a little intimidated by that. But I I learned to view that as like a strength because n- none of none of this is like um competition or comparison so i was like okay this guy's on my team i shouldn't be feeling like you know intimidated by him um so i was like man let's freaking work together because i could learn from him you know um and so that's that's that and then i think henrik uh he's just not afraid to try new things um like i've i've seen him go from like a you know my dog, my dog filmed a music video tied up in some ropes, and then he went and freaking filmed in the shower. Like, <laughs> my dog was in the shower, bro, looking depressed. Um, but um, <laughs> you look good, man. You look good, Yo, bro. I thought that. I thought that, oh, was, that was whack. That was whack. I thought it was oh, tough. Stuck in my head. I can't Yo, check. I got words. I'm glad it's I'm glad it's on the next move channel, not my personal channel. I gotta <laughs> I gotta get that John taken down, man. It's a good music video, man. What do you mean? Yeah, I mean, uh, those are good. Paired with a fantastic song, it's can't be beat. But man, thanks, Cooper. I, I, bro, I see uh, I see like a um, like a stuck like the first song that he put out with next move, and you compare that with loser. And it's proof to the fact that he's not afraid to try new things and he's not afraid to push boundaries. And I've definitely learned a lot from that. Also, I learned a lot from Henrik about TikTok. I was not on TikTok uh, at all. And I was just looking at what like Henrik was doing. Um, 
and like a few other people in this space. And I was like, bro, I need to start building on there. And I, I've seen like somewhat growth on there. Um, so it, it definitely has like the social media side of Henrik has also has also helped me out, you know. Let's go. So um, just to wrap it up uh, in a nice little bow, uh, we like to finish um, our interviews uh, with kind of a just a sillier question that sparks some discussion. Um, so I came uh, I found the question. If you had if you had the chance to re remove one inanimate object from existence permanently, like it, it can never be produced, it can never be you know seen again, what well, would you choose and why? <laughs> <laughs> no kissy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Boba. Boba's not an inanimate. Oh wait, yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, he was living, man. <laughs> Yo, on the real, on the real, probably not though. Honestly, I've, I've, oh, dude, I'm, I, I know what Henrik would get rid oh, of. Oh man, <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> window seats, no middle seats. Mm. Actually, airplane middle seats, seats on the bro. plane. Airplane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this yeah, dude... these airplane seats. This bro, dude no, and his six yo, seven self is always like. <laughs> Yo, yo, when me and Josh, so on the way back from our session, our last one, our flight got delayed till like 6 a.m. or some BS. So since our flight got delayed for like for like eight hours, they gave me first class and I still didn't feel it, bro. I always thought like if I got first class, I'll be I'd be chilling. Dude, I was still squished, bro. It was buns. It was buns. I hate planes, man. Planes. <laughs> No, um, if I had, yeah, I don't know, Chris, you go. I, I can't think of a good one. Bro, I think, honestly, I would, uh, I don't know, man. You know, no, no, you know what I would freaking get rid of, bro? This is like, this is like uh, something that's been, because, so I. You're uh, <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> Yo, I, I, uh, I intern, <clears throat> I intern at my church. So I'm like, there like all day. Um, and bro, we have this freaking closet, bro. We call it, we call it the riser closet. And it's like, it has all this like, like fiber. I guess, I don't know why they like, like seal stuff for ventilation with fiberglass. You know, like that was all mm. this fiberglass, on. bro. And we'd be moving stuff in there and the fiberglass falls on my skin, bro. And like, it leaves me freaking scratching all day, man. Oh. And it, I've always like if you walk in in like a building somewhere, some restaurant, and they have like fiberglass ventilation on the, on the ceilings. I think it's the dumbest thing ever, bro. They need to. Make I did. Something uh, else. I worked in insulation one summer for just like a month, and bro, fiberglass is not to mess with. It's so annoying. It's it sucks, awful. Bro. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, Henry. Do, do you got one, sir? see. Um. No, I'm not <laughs> I don't. I can't think. I couldn't think of a funny, like a serious one. So I was trying to be funny. Um, I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, how about you guys? How you, yeah. How about y'all? I don't know if I could think of something to like permanently remove. I'm getting. I mean, I'm getting rid of onions, bro. I hate no, onions. Yo, okay, really? we got beef now. <laughs> Onions well, are awful. Onions? They ruin every food. No, nah, onions, makes, ruin onions food, make a lot of things better. Facts. Onions are I don't know about... 
<laughs> I mean, I don't like onions by themselves. Like, I'm not just gonna. An yeah, onion, that's a bit but... weird. I, that's weird. Oh, I agree. They oh. add some mad flavor, especially when you grill them, bro. Oh, peanut butter and onion sandwich, yo. Oh, no, okay. stop that. Come on, right, guys, what is wrong with you, bro? <laughs> I would remove that. You guys, seen, uh, you guys Chris, you're not a Christian, movie, bro. No. <laughs> what movie? Y'all seen the movie Little Monsters before? No. Uh, nah. it's, from, it's from the 1980s. Uh, oh, that's why. Dang. Y'all are crazy. Okay, never mind then. I was going to bring a reference up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cooper, what would you remove? Okay, you're a clue. Um, I, you know what? I'm going to set back humanity a couple thousand years. I'm getting rid of levers. Screw it. Levers? <laughs> yeah. Why are you so mean? Dang. <laughs> violence. I just want to see the world burn. No, El Capo, who uses a lever, though? I've never used a lever. <laughs> well, yeah, white switch is a form of a lever, I'm pretty sure. Isn't it? Dog, levers are in everything. Yeah, that's why. Like uh, the so world would have a couple thousand years. Yeah, what the, the world frick, would fall apart. <laughs> yeah, come on, Cindy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, see, I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything. Uh, Cole, bro. Yeah, I couldn't think of anything funny, so I guess we'll get rid of cigarettes because that ruined oh, people's lives. Oh, yeah. That's so I'll that's guess a good, that. good one, man. That's a good one. <laughs> All right. Frick, I should have said something like that. Bro. Talking about onion. <laughs> Talking about onion. <laughs> oh. Man. All right. Too good, too good. Well, thank you all so much for coming on again. We really appreciate it. We love all three of you guys. You guys are all awesome. Um, we'll link all you guys' socials and Spotify's in the description, so be sure to follow them, listen to their music. It's fantastic. Um, and as well, if you enjoyed this interview, be sure to like and subscribe. Until next time.